The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Los Angeles friendos, join Going In Raw as we go live on stage with Wrestling With Regrets' Brian Zane, September 24th at the Nerdist Showroom in L.A. The link to tickets is in the description. This is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. That sounds terrible. What's up? This is the most musty WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. <laughs> and you are Going In Raw. What's up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, Jet Fox, and you are watching Going In Raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. And you are tuned in to Going In Raw right now. How you doing? Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And yeah, welcome to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Steve Larson. Available wherever fine podcasts are. Be sure to hit that subscription button, that subscribe button, and I'll notify bell next to it. Uh, on uh, on the YouTube there, Larson. Yeah, we are now officially like four or five days into this 182 thousand plus area. Oh, confirm. Yeah, we reached our goal. Yeah, we reached our goal. So confirmed sub party. We're gonna have a sub party on Twitch this Thursday. Time to be announced, and we've got something very very special planned for it. Something that I've been holding on to for a little while. It's a little bit of a gaming. Gaming in Raw is coming back. Uh, trying to find it over there. Yeah, where is it? I think it's one of those over there. We're going to announce it on the show tomorrow. Yeah. What we're going to be playing. Very special, very fun game. I'm going to do an audio check. Do we have audio? We have audio. We have audio, ladies and gentlemen. We're live. This is fantastic. Good job, everybody. Good job, Steve. Anyways, be sure to also... Uh, if you're on the uh, audio, if you're listening to this in audio format over there in the iOS podcast app, be sure to leave a rating and a and a review. That really helps us. It does. Um, it, it jacks us up in the uh, in the audio charts. So that's a lot of fun. We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Steve and Larson. We've got 145 people watching right now. Uh, some of them are patrons. But uh, tomorrow... This, this stream's available to everybody. This stream is available to everybody. But tomorrow we're doing our private for patrons only Raw recap. Same as Wednesday when we do SmackDown and Thursday for NXT 205 Live. So that's a lot of fun. You can join in the fun if you become a patron of Steven Larson at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson. And Pro Wrestling, you hear the big news about Pro Wrestling Tees? They got their own shop. Uh, no, who, they? Like who, Pro Wrestling Tees has their own storefront now. They have their own like brick and mortar shop. Oh, I didn't hear that. In That's Chicago, cool yeah. You have other news? Yeah. They said starting in 2018, there's not going to be a limit on quantity. Nice. <laughs> so that Goldwater Larson shirt. Look, I'm pretty sure we're past the point of being yeah, able probably. To, uh, to upload new designs. We're going to do that soon. Now, or I'm just excited that in 2018. Unlimited designs. Unlimited designs. Maybe some of our designs will be available in Persling Tees brick and mortar shop in Chicago. Very excited probably about not, that. Probably not, but one could hope. Very excited about that. So, yeah, that's good stuff. Um, so, yeah, let's, let's get into the news. We're going to start off, obviously, uh, this broke yesterday, I believe. Um, very sad news about Bobby the Brain Heenan. Um, definitely on the Mount Rushmore of wrestling managers. Oh, easily. Uh, 
could be top manager. I think it's so. usually the two names that are bandied about when it comes to manager promo guys is him and Paul Heyman. Yeah. Um, and uh, and yeah, Bobby the Brain Heenan, especially for his time. I was talking about this before the the show. Um, before we started rolling, is that I don't really have like, oh, what are my top? You so you when you were a kid, you sort of watched wrestling. You would go and rent oh the tapes. yeah, well I mean I'd rent the tapes, but also I'd watch it on USA mm-hmm. when everybody was on. It used to be on Saturday mornings where I lived. Yeah, um, whatever their syndicated show was at the time or USA show was at the time. And I remember you know Heenan out managing uh, King Kong Bundy. Yeah, you know like the the Heenan family circa probably eighty five to eighty seven. I remember mm-hmm. yeah. quite a bit. Oh, I'd go so far as eighty eight. Yeah, I remember all that quite a bit. I mean, he was in Andre's corner um, at WrestleMania three mm-hmm. in King Kong Bundy's corner. He was like essentially after Hogan and Piper had their feud. Heenan essentially became top heel in WWE. Right, right, right. Yeah, because yeah. he was managing Bundy, Andre. Mm-hmm. You know, the list goes on and on of people he was managing. Uh, in an attempt to get that world title off Hogan. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, he moved on to the commentary, did yeah. work with Gorilla Monsoon. That was awesome. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, uh, when we started watching wrestling again in the mid-'90s during the Attitude Era and on WCW, he was, you know, week in, week out, the highlight of WCW's commentary. Team. Right, yeah. Um, witty guy, sharp, super yeah. sharp. Um, sense of humor. Well, that's what that's what I was sort of getting at. Like, I didn't have, I don't have like a what are my top ten Bobby the Brain moments. I, I don't really have those because everything he said was so witty and clever. And it was to, for me like watching, like you said. Ah. So I didn't really watch wrestling when I was like a little kid. I my exposure and the, and my exposure to to the Brain too. And I'm pretty sure he would. Do you remember, was he a character on the cartoon? I don't remember. I don't remember either. But I was aware of him very early on. Um, and but like during college, like. When we would watch WCW and he was there, and, and by all, it, it seems like, you know, when you go back and look at those old Nitros, half the time he seems either checked out or just annoyed with Tony Schiavone. Oh, that one pay-per-view we watched was a Bash of the Beach 94. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he definitely seemed annoyed by something. Yeah. But still, even with that, he was still sharp. Oh, he was... It was still hilarious. With him, it was always the throwaways. That was... For me, it was always just the throwaways. Like, there was, uh, there was one... Where I think it was uh, DDP versus Raven, maybe, versus Ben. There was like a, and we were all sitting around watching, and uh, Raven, I think it was Raven or DDP, he was out on the ramp, and he was crawling, he was sort of army crawling yeah. back, and then and he said, well, he's making good time. Yeah. And I, it was just, we all just started cracking up laughing, yeah. and that was just a throwaway line. That was just a stupid little throwaway line, but that was him. It was every little thing he would say was just hilarious mm-hmm. and clever and witty. And you go back and you watch, like this morning I was watching like a couple compilations of him, and you go back and you watch, and it's like, he seems so out of place compared to everybody else. Yeah. The the programming was so, you said it, it was corny. You know, it was all corny oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, WWE in the, the 80s and early 90s. Yeah, a lot of it was corny. And then you look at his run in WCW, and, you, and they tried it, it. They took it very seriously, like Shivani and, and Mike Tanay and then Zabisco. They all took it very seriously. Yeah, especially when the NWO was involved. And he was the guy who was clowning, but in a very modern way. Yeah. You know, like I, I said this too, he could have been a comedian on pretty much any other platform, TV, movie, what have you, stand-up, and he would have been successful because there are certain people whose comedy is timeless. It's not of the air. It's not of that platform specifically. Yeah. It's timeless and crosses borders, you know, or genres, whatever you want to call it. And so... That was to me. That's Bobby Heenan. It yeah. was like 
he just stood out as somebody who was leagues above everybody else in his wit mm-hmm. and and his ability to be more clever than everybody else. There's somebody posted a clip of uh, one of those like conference meetings that like Vince was the head of from yesterday, uh, from way back in the day, and I think it was around ninety ninety one. Perfect was there, uh, Gorilla was there, uh, and uh, and McMahon was saying, I think it was for WrestleMania th- was it for three. I don't know, but he was saying WrestleMania we're gonna sell out uh, the the where the in Indiana. And oh, so that, that was uh, eight. Eight. Oh, okay, so that makes sense because like ninety something. Um, and he said uh, we're gonna a new record seventy two thousand. And uh, and he starts talking to Heen, and Heen says something. I don't know what it was. But Mr. Perfect, who's trying to be calm and cool, just literally loses it and starts cracking up. And then they fade to like you know where the commentators or whatever. But oh man, it was so funny. It was it was absolutely hilarious because like. <laughs> like he seemed to be the one guy who there would be an allowance for with people like cracking up and yeah, people no, sort of dropping character for a second. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's, that's sort of a special talent to have there. Yeah, he was pretty remarkable when it came to uh, entertaining. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, it's a very sad. I know he had um, uh, throat cancer. Yeah, he had throat cancer. He was diagnosed or he announced his diagnosis in 2002, and mm-hmm. then. Um, I guess uh, because of the treatment of it, he had to have reconstructive jaw surgery about five years later, 2007. Yeah. Um, yeah I don't think he, you know, was, was out publicly much after that. Yeah, I mean, there are all sorts of pictures of him and, you know, what happens to you when you after you've had that surgery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it's, doesn't seem like it'd be very fun. No, um, and Pro Wrestling Sheet reported that Heenan was surrounded by his family when he passed. Mm. And that uh, sources mentioned to them that he'd been immobile since late August, and that's when things kind of took a turn for the worse. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, do we know is the complications from a... Uh, no, there's been... Where the notes? Where did you put the notes? In the... In the what show is this? this was, I think it's a dirt sheet. It is, so look in that folder. Oh, here's a dirt sheet. I thought it was in dirt sheet. Um, oh, it's here, right here. I found right there. Found the notes, right there, and gentlemen. Uh, no, the, there's been no public uh, cause of death announced yet. Yeah, yeah. So... But we can probably assume. I mean, cancer, once it's got its grips on you. If not that and complications from it. Right, exactly. So that's an absolute bummer. Uh, I'll probably be watching more best yeah, of me too. And, You know, this kind of thing always gets you to deserve. Like, I know, it know. really does. And he was so good. Yeah, he so was. Good. Absolutely. Uh, anyways, what else we got on the docket today? Um, uh, WCW's coming back, Steve. <laughs> Woohoo! That's not exactly true, but <laughs> vestiges of WCW's past are making a return. Yeah. So on Sunday, Pro Wrestling Sheet broke a story about the WWE possibly utilizing some old WCW pay-per-view names for upcoming events. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk crap about anybody using clickbaity titles because we do that all the time. Oh yeah, but I was a little bit disappointed. Not with Pro Wrestling Sheet, because I like, I like Pro Wrestling Sheet, but they said something along the line, in their headline, it was something along the lines of WWE to start using WCW branding on their shows, yeah. which is, I, is not really that clickbaity, but in my dumb mind. No, I, I thought, oh man, WCW's coming back. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad I'm not, because you're the smart one, Adam. No, that's, that's, I'm I glad that way. I wasn't the Because like, he's kind of looked through it real quick. It's like, oh wow, that's cool. <laughs> well, you don't really process it. Yeah. Your immediate thing is, why oh, WCW's coming back. Is, why would we ever want WCW to come back? 
the last time they brought it back, it was very good. There is no reason why we should want them to start branding things WCW. No, no, not at all. We both got excited about it. Yeah, for a second. Anyways, well, nostalgia, man. It's a hell of a drug. It really is. Um, Pro Wrestling Sheet said in the report, quote, we're told WWE officials are getting close to putting their hand in the nostalgia basket once again to use old labeling for a few live event specials in the very near future. In the very near future, it happened to be today because it was announced (laughs) by WWE that Starcade will return for the first time in a while to the place where it all started in 1983, Greensboro, North Carolina, Flair Country. On Saturday, November Mm. 25th, um, WWE.com also announced the card for this event. Hell of a card. Yeah, it's a really good card. Featuring uh, WWE, it's all, it's a SmackDown show. Yeah, largely a SmackDown show. Though. Pretty much exclusively, except for a special appearance by a couple people. Yeah. Um, uh, matches announced. Of course, as they always say in wrestling. Card subject to change, and yes. it probably definitely will. WWE Championship Steel Match. Steel Cage Steel Match. Cage match. Jinder Mahal versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Now, in the in the little thing, they specify that Jinder is the WWE champion. Yeah. That could definitely change. That could definitely change. Man. I have a prediction I'm going to make about that, too. Oh. SmackDown Women's Championship Steel Cage Match. Oh. Natalia versus Charlotte Flair. United States Championship Triple Threat Match. AJ Styles versus Baron Corbin versus Rusev Machka. Machka. Rusev. Um, SmackDown Tag Team Championship Texas Tornado Match. New Day versus the Usos. That'll be fun. And you have Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens, Bobby Roode versus Dolph, Breezango versus Aiden English, and Mike Kanellis. Also got appearances by Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, the Rock and Roll Express, and the Hardy Boys. It's in North Carolina. That's where they're from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, wait, I thought, wait, did you say the scene is on on this thing? No. Oh, that's weird. He's on Raw, man. Yeah. No, I know, but, well, no, he's a free agent. Actually. He can go where he wants. But currently, he's on he Raw. Says, he's, a, he's probably Vince. actually on the set of Bumblebee when that show's happening. I'm a very big fan of Starcade. I would like to appear on Starcade. Vince is like, you're hired. Show up. Anyways. Maybe. Uh, so, yeah, this is fun. Um, it's, it's interesting. This, this show takes place a week after Survivor Series. Yeah. Um, which is a co-branded pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Um, so, two things to consider here. One, what are the odds this is going to be on the network? Uh, you'd have to think it'd be fifty-fifty, right? Especially with the 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 the, the promotion they're doing already behind it. I yeah, mean, they don't usually announce make such a huge announcement for a standard house show. When's the last time they did a network special like Beast in the East? Was no, there was Roadblock was after that. Well, hold on, Roadblock. Yeah, that wasn't considered a pay per view. No, it's a network special. Not the one this year, the one before WrestleMania last time, where oh, it was okay. Triple H, Dean Ambrose. That was a. I think they did. They've done one this year. Okay. All right. All right. What are you looking up? I'm looking to see what the schedule's like for pay-per-views for the rest of the year. Mm. We're gonna do some digging, some journalistic digging right well, I'm now. Just looking online. Yeah. Um, so right now, Survivor Series is the Sunday before this, and then the next announced pay-per-view is Clash of Champions, December seventeenth. I don't know if that's gonna be both brand or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so there'll be a month gap between pay-per-views, which isn't, uh, you know, f- per show is usually the deal. Um, so it's entirely possible they could do this as a network special. I I got to thinking about this. Okay. Um, you know, there are those rumors or, or reports of WB going to India yeah, yeah, yeah. early December. Yeah. So imagine this. If, if Nakamura wins the belt at Survivor Series, they have the rematch in the cage. Mm-hmm. Um, Mahal finds a way to win so he can have that belt. 
when they go to India, yeah, yeah, yeah. and when they come back, Nakamura can take them off, take All it off right. again. All right. I'll Although I think them announcing WWE that is announcing that that, that match can be in a steel cage pretty much guarantees Mahal Nakamura's not going to be in Hell in a Cell. Oh, I don't think that's the case. I think I think this is dude. This is like a freaking afterthought. They'll have Hell in a Cell. That's that Hell in a Cell is the. That's the, the They'll have a match of Hell in a Cell, but it's not gonna be in Hell in a Cell. It's gonna be in Hell in a no, Cell. I don't think it is. What's definitely gonna be in Hell in a Cell? Shane, Kevin Owens, and then probably Uso's New Day. How many Hell in a Cell matches do they usually have? Two or three. Let's find out. What was last year's Hell in a Cell? Hell More in a Cell. Research. Hell it in was a Cell. It was Rusev, twenty six Reigns, it was Rollins, Owens, and it was Sasha Charlotte. Oh, that was the Sasha Charlotte one. Okay. Had three. Let's just double check here. No, that's right. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm 100%. No, there's a fourth one. Mecha Santa versus Top Notch. Hell in a Cell, Hell in a Cell, Hell in a Cell. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, I know. So wait, that was, so we got Kevin Owens versus Same. Shane. We've got Usos versus what's her. And it's got to be an Hell in a Cell. It keeps seeing brothers out. It's got to be. You would think so. Oh, it's definitely going to be. But then, I don't know. This makes me feel like if they're saving the Steel Cage match for that. Still, Cage is going to be that. that uh, Star Cage is going to be a network special at best. It's probably yeah. not even going to be aired. Probably not even going to air it. That'd be weird. Yeah, it's all going to be through social media. They're going to do it through very high They're quality gifts. Broadcast all thing through Twitter. Yeah, all the same gifts and all gifts and, and then commentary is going to be a little subtitles. I love what is it? TDE? I think Total Divas episode, episode something yeah. like that. Yeah, on the Twitter, man, they've got the best gifts. They do <laughs> quality gifts. Quality gifts. That's an art form these days, man. It really is. Yeah. Um, also, it's interesting to see uh, if this is kind of a snapshot on the the feuds we can expect for the fall. Namely, you know, um, Natalia Usos versus New Day. Well, I mean, I'm happy that feud's continuing. I know, me too. Um, Natalia against Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Is that going to be the uh, feud for the SmackDown Women's Belt through the fall? Could that be, be great. Yeah. Um, we know AJ versus Baron is is happening now, but is Rusev going to get inserted to that feud? Well, he wants to take down a legend. So does that mean Rusev's going to take down Randy Orton at Hell in a Cell? Could be. I think Randy Orton's going to. Uh, Randy Orton probably likes Rusev, but Randy Orton also, I don't know. He he picked up a clean win against the world champion. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's just taking this weekend off. That could be. Maybe. Um, looks like we're going to get more Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens. It kind of set this up. That's good. And I guess that's something that can happen kind of post-Shane yeah. feud for Owens. Of course, we already kind of know about Bobby and Dolph. Yeah. Um, and But this is interesting. Is is Aiden English and Mike Kanellis going to be a tag team going forward? be interesting pairing. I could see that. I could I could see them. I mean, that's that's not the most unusual tag team. Didn't they that. tag together against uh, Sami Zayn and Ty Dillinger on SmackDown a few weeks back? Was it them? I that think sounds, so. That sounds right. Yeah. How come Sami Zayn and Ty Dillinger aren't a tag team? That worked really well for one week. Yeah, I, because nobody wants to see that as a tag team. Right? I do. Nobody wants to see. What are they going to not win the belts again? Like, there's that's not going to go anywhere. They've already got the new day. They've got top. That's that. You can't do that. They already got the New Day top face they want, tag team. They want New Day. At best, they're going to be second top tag team, and I'd say at best they'd be third top face tag team because the Fashion Police. They want New Day to to get the record for most tag team title reigns. They have four now. They need to get six more to break the record. So they got to be dropping those belts all over the place. Well, they didn't. Nobody said they were going to do it in the next three months. They've got years. Vince McMahon is not breaking up that cash cow anytime soon. Oh, I know. That's a money-making machine. They're going to break that record within two years. Yeah. At but most. 
this all this talk about Star K Larson got me thinking. Okay. We need to power rank power rank top five WCW pay per views. Hey, speaking of WCW, it's back today at three o'clock. Yay. Huge, huge episode today. Um top five I have number one, so you can do you do you do five. You do number five. I have number one. Number one's best. Wild thing. That's good. WCW. What was it? What was the it? Was, uh, Russell War eighty nine? Right. War eighty nine. Wild thing. And I want it to be called Wrestle War eighty nine. Wild thing. Think about it. They can do kind of a. Or how about this? WCW Wrestle War eighty nine. Wild thing part two. 2017. 2017. Thank you. Exactly. But the 89 stays in there. And they can do kind of like, uh, so what year is Southpaw uh, set? Mm, I don't remember. 80. Some year that didn't have a leap year. It's like 85 or 83. That was 87. 87. Perfect. So the last Southpaw was a prequel to the first Southpaw. This can be a sequel two years later, and it could be Southpaw. Okay. That's good. Bang. You can't get better now. That should be number one. Number four, New Blood Rising. Uh, oh. <laughs> it's just as applicable now as it was then because the, the New Blood is no longer a faction oh, like it was that's a good during one. the initial New Blood Rising pay-per-view. That's a good one. Um, okay. Well, you said you already have number one, so I'm yeah. curious. What is number one? Well, you have to wait till we get there. Well, what if I say it right now? Well, then I'll tell you the thing of something else. Okay. Number three, Halloween Havoc. Good. Oh, good. Okay. And here's the great thing about Halloween Havoc is that they can everybody can wear costumes of other people. There you go. <laughs> what is that? What is that? What is that, John Cena? Larson, what is that? It's not very good. He That's looks, the worst. They made John Cena look like he was 60 years old. That's so creepy. They can do that for Halloween Havoc, though. Ooh, look at that. It's me. Ah, Mila Hernandez is hitting us up with a super chat. $5. He says, WCW Sin was the best pay-per-view of all time waiting on the going-in raw view. What are we on now? Two? What's that? Two. I think I go hog wild. <laughs> Number from two. Sturgis. It has to be from Sturgis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you have to have the, the, the section uh, strictly for the bikers. Yeah. And, hey, dude, it's been rumored that Undertaker's coming back as his American badass There you character. go. What better way to bring him back bring than the hog wild. wild. That's perfect. What is that, Cena? What is that? That's horrible. Number one. Oh, my God. Come on. You know what number one is. Sold out. Oh, man. I should have known that. It's got to be sold out. Bring the NWO back. Sold out. The giant toilet throne. All that. <laughs> Miss, what was it, Miss NWO? Yeah. Bring her back. Literally her, like, she can pass on. They find a bunch of, like, semi to not very attractive models <laughs> to, to vie for. And that the idiot. Title. That, that, what was his name, Justin? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I remember his name was. Oh, man. And then Bischoff is all creepy on him again. Ugh, I don't want that. Oh, it's oh, all that nasty. Like, tongues out and everything. Ew. Girls, what is oh that? Oh, my Cena? gosh. Uh-oh. Anyways. So, good good power ranking. Good time for all. Yes. All right. Let's move on to the next story, Steve. All right. So, you know, uh, Jim Cornette just showed up at uh, Impact. We're, we're, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel for this story here. Well, this is it's just interesting, the circumstances around... This story is what makes it interesting. You're already... I can't... I don't even have to look at you, and I know you're already chuckling about this. <laughs> Funny story. So, uh, <laughs> Impact... Jim, oh, 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 oh. But for patrons, so for $5 uh, a month, 
you get uh, weekly non-news. And I totally know I didn't put up non-news this past Friday. And it's simply because well, I no, did. <laughs> we didn't put it up. I we didn't, didn't it. shoot it. We didn't shoot it. Here's the thing. Our Thursdays are really, really slammed, and we always forget to do it. And so uh, I decided our Mondays we have a gap between shooting this show and then WCW. So we're going to film non-news from now on on Mondays, and I'll go up on Tuesday morning. Yeah. Robert so. Stack, $2, WCW, NWO Revenge. It's a good name. Was that actually a pay-per-view? Or I don't that, remember. That, was that just the name of the game? I don't remember. It was a good name. Anyways, yeah. back to the news. So uh, Jim Cornette just arrived on Impact not that long ago, like a month ago. Yeah. Yeah. Roughly. Um, yeah, apparently he's already done with the company. Mm-hmm. Um, why, you may ask. Because he can't travel with Impact to Canada yeah. for Bound for Glory and the subsequent or the, the TV tapings following that pay-per-view. Um, Wrestling Observer wrote about this saying, quote, Cornette hasn't been to Canada for years because he was turned away at the border in 2010 when they ran his record, which included a number of assaults, mostly stemming from incidences involving fights with fans who attacked him while he was a manager at matches in the 80s. Man, I'm so surprised it didn't stem from attacks at the drive-thru. <laughs> Because he gets so mad at people who drive. I never understood. You know, he can talk. I like Jim Cornette for one thing. Like, he's on he's on Impact. I do the Impact reviews here. Uh, I have to mention this really quick. HD Hyperdrive mentioned this here in the chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That the announcement for Bound for Glory, the official announcement where it's going to be, had no mention of GFW in it. <laughs> so not only are they getting rid of Jim Cornette, they're getting rid of their company name. Pretty much. GFW. Oh, Anyways, continuing here with the Wrestling Observer quote. Because of that, Cornette won't be at the next set of tapings and it's done with the promotion, yep. which he said there is no heat over and it's just a matter of circumstances. So because he can't make it for a, a, like five days of production, mm-hmm. he's done. Yeah. Well, hold on a second, though. Dude. I know. Come on. Re- initially, five days of production is like six months of TV. <laughs> Still. They can shoot stuff with him backstage here in the States. Yeah. And then... And then Intercut that with the show. This is my number two. So being the GFW Impact aficionado yes, yes, yes. here of the two of us, this is that's my number two problem with Impact Wrestling. Because I always, on my reviews, I always I try to approach it from a critical eye. How can this get better? Because I want it to succeed so that another brand or another company will employ wrestlers because that's the important part. Yes. And by and large, I like the wrestlers there in GFW. Impact. Apparently, Alex is Impact. Um but my number one thing is the crowd. Is they've they've got the same. It's a, it's a two or five live syndrome. Except the crowd isn't weary from uh, the previous what they've just seen. They're weary from seeing GFW every week. But also they you know they shoot what oh three no, months, yeah you're uh, right no you're uh, absolutely right they are weary from what they've just seen. Of, you're of no the week you're completely right. Stuff. That's right. Um, so so there's like there's like the lower area which I think are like the G, the impact fans and then there's like a ton of tourists and there. The comps. And, and then, yeah, in the comps, exactly. Although it wouldn't surprise me if most of them were comps. Like, I imagine, like, the outer part is probably comps. I don't know. Anyway. like people are going to visit Universal and, and like, the Waterworld show is sold out. So right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Impact. That sounds like it's exciting. That sounds exciting. And you go in there, it's like eight hours of, I know. you know, Eli Drake. Um, my, but my number two thing is storyline continuity. So when Alberto El Patron came in, it was like, oh, we've got Alberto Del Rio now. And he won the title, and they had, like, their set of TV tapings where it was a storyline with Alberto Del Rio. And then when they paused for their, you know, to reload for their new next set of TV tapings, they lose uh, Bruce Pritchard, evidently. They lose um, uh, a Pope at the announce desk. Um, 
and they lose Alberto Alpatron. They lose their chance. The suspension, yeah. Right, exactly. So now it just feels like, oh, it's this month. There's a whole new bag of storylines. Maybe they should do is just manage to get all their storylines from start to finish done within one set of TV tapings. So it's like it's like a, a, a Black Mirror or any of those anthologized TV shows. Yeah. It's just like every round of TV tapings is completely new stories. Well, that's what, no, th- the thing is, that's what they try to do. But I need continuity from one to the next. I need, like, that's asking too much. This is like, this is, I know we've used <laughs> the, we've much. used the uh, minor league baseball analogy with NXT, and I think it's even more so with GFWs. You can't get tied to anybody who's there. Because I they know. can up and leave at any moment. You're, at, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And I think that's why they put the title on Eli Drake, because they know he's not going anywhere. Because at least in NXT, you kind of have a good sense of when someone's getting brought to the Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas on GFW, I suspect I don't watch it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> based on the news I read, people just leave at, at their wins. <laughs> I know, man. It's hilarious. Um, but it, it cracks me up that Cornette is leaving simply because he can't travel to Canada and not be at a set of TV tapings. Yeah. That's bizarre to me. That is weird. There's ways around it. No, I know. I know, I know. wrestling is very continued that like the initial arrangement was Jeff Jarrett asked Cornette to get mm-hmm. involved just for one round of taping. Yeah. To, to push storylines. And I think they kind of had an agreement that, that Cornette would stay along or stay on after that. But with Jarrett, you know, on a, a leave of absence, definitely right. it seems that's not the case and, and creative has different plans. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's a mess. It's always a mess there. Anyways, if you guys got questions, let us know right now. But uh, I just, I like, I think it's hilarious that they just straight up dumped GFW for now. Because here's the thing. Oh, here's a preview for non-news. Ed Nordholm in his uh, interview with Wrestling Observer Radio said that uh, it seems like Jeff Jarrett is welcome whenever he gets his personal issues figured out. So that's why there hasn't been like a mass exodus of yeah, like yeah, Jarrett yeah. people. Like I guess Sanjay Dutt is a Jarrett guy and uh, Scott Demore I think is a Jarrett guy I think. So I don't know. It's a mess. It is pretty funny though. But no. It's you know what? No. Blue Monkey G says it right here. It's going to be very sad. Like, we've been on TNA Death Watch forever. Feels like a decade. And you know what's sad, too, is that so on Pluto TV, they've got that rest pro wrestling channel, which is all just old impact. And they had um, TNA Lockdown 2011, which saw Kurt Angle versus Jeff Jarrett in a cage match. Hmm. It's pretty good. Jeff Jarrett bled a lot. Um, and then there was like, uh, I think they were called, it was like the, the new version of the Four Horsemen. It was like Fortune... Which is like Ric Flair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was versus Immortal, which is like Hogan's group. But Hogan wasn't there. And so it was like Bubba Ray, Matt Hardy, Ric Flair, like three years after he retired from the WWE. Yeah. Um, and then like a bunch of – and then uh, Bobby Roode, James Storm. I think I think Ken Anderson maybe. And but I was like, man, and the crowd was all hot. It was like four thousand people that were there. Oh, that's cool. It's pretty good. Yeah, four thousand is a good number. I think that's how much showed up at SmackDown the other day. Yeah, which is crazy because Vince was there. Yeah, I know that is weird. There was a whole giant section like nobody was sitting there. I know they stacked that car too. Yeah. Uh, Derek Adkins wants to know: Would WWE even be interested in buying? Maybe interested in one thing: that tape library. And apparently, right now, because they're cost cutting, I'm not even sure if they'd like unless they're unless they swoop in and say, hey. You know, give us a, a dollar. You know, a dollar for every hour or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, might take it then. <laughs> the name was Fortune, but it had seven members in it. 
That's not surprising at all. You want to open some mail? Oh, yeah, we got some mail while you guys load up Here, the I'll do that one. You do this guy. I'll do this guy. You guys can send us crap. This one is, is labeled from... I'm very excited True about Treasures. this one. We got Tranquilo Vegas here. He's the oh, guy. Cool. He had that great going in Yeah. Uh, Jordan Davis wants to know, is there a Marty Janetti of the Shield? Ambr- he says Ambrose feels like an upper mid-carder compared to Rollins and Reigns, who are main eventers. Um, I don't think there's a Janetti. No. No, I don't think so. This is from Ruben. He says, hey, Stephen Larson, I want to thank you for the fantastic content you guys are putting up daily. I recently got my hands on a few autographs courtesy of Pro Wrestling Crates. They include uh, Corny and Daddy Shango. What's that? The boo-boos. <laughs> hey, Trish. Hi, Trish. How you doing, Trish? We, can we just put her, like, over everybody right here? She's yeah. the third member of Going In Raw. This is right here. Oh, oh no. no, she fell. She took a bump. Thanks again, Ruben. Thank you, Ruben. Thank you, Ruben. Sorry, I'm cold. Baby. There you go. Newest member of the Going In Raw team. There you go. Uh, Need some more pins. Big old glare. No. Need some more pins. Bye, Finn Balor. Oh, man. Here you go. I'm going to open this. Uh, Ruben got us the thing. Well, I get some questions. See if there's more questions while I open this. Okay. Jack Dolan sent us this Trish Stratus poster. Oh, thanks, Jack. Thank Jack you, Jack Dolan. He always submits the best questions for Ask Stephen Lacey. Oh, yeah. On my personal channel, MF Steve here, YouTube. Um, Jay Plays, do you think WWE should introduce a mid-card title for the women's division so they can use the likes of Alicia Fox, Dana Brooke, Mickey James, Tamina Moore, and Ultra Page? Can't get Paige. into Canada! They won't let me into Canada! <laughs> uh, Tamina Moore, also Page when she comes back. Mid-card women's title, yay or nay? Yay! Are they just, they're, what do they sign, like 80 people from the Mae Young Classic? True. Of course they need Very that. true. Absolutely. Can't get into Canada! Trish? Very precariously put Jim Cornette up there. Wow, there's a lot of stuff here. Read the letter. <laughs> Alex C says, oh, my God, mass burial of all the posters. Oh, my goodness. Look at this. Tranquilo sent us a freaking essay. Just want to say you guys are the best. And thank you so much for the array of content that you two provide us every week. Thank you. Anyways, add a little, add a little description to some of the items I sent you. What's up first? I have Spreading the Disease. All right. Spreading with the Raven, DP, and Just Incredible as a movie. Oh, here we go. He said, I stumbled onto this show drunk as a skunk during the 2014 zombie pub crawl in Minneapolis. Just something different to watch in case you guys ever want to check it out. The wrestling isn't amazing. The commentary is horrible, but oh, it's still wrestling? pretty entertaining. Well, he said there's a resistance oh, yeah. pro slash spreading the disease. Oh, yeah. There's a, there's a card back here. Um, Cool. Also, we have a, a stack of wrestling cards. Hmm. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, extra kayfabe corner cards. I think that's these things. Oh, extra kayfabe. Oh, cool, look. The NXT patch. I know, I saw that's cool. Nice. Um, I think it is. He oh, says it's pretty self-explanatory. Oh, oh there it is. Oh, it's beautiful. Look at that. This was on Bye, TV. Bye, Trish. <laughs> um have any extra thumbtacks. We'll deal with that in a second. All right, we'll deal with that for a second. Here, do this. 
There we go. There we go. Look at that beauty. That was on TV. Does anybody know about the sign? Hmm? Notes about the sign. Going in raw sign. As made famous on the 9-5-17 episode of SmackDown 205 Live and Stephen Larson's Twitter banner. That's right. It's still our Twitter banner. Yep. It got a little smudged up while holding it during the shows, but it's not too bad. Sorry about the glitter. No, it's great. No, the glitter's the best That's part. fantastic. It's my new favorite thing ever. We have a, a picture of Paige. Ooh, Paige. Lovely. Paige photo. He says, my Reddit secret Santa sent me this a few years back. Thought you might like it for the set. Looks clean, too. So that's good. And there's a... What the heck? Issue of... Let me try to explain this one. Oh, happy late birthday, Steve. Oh, cool. I don't know a lot about comics, but I hope you enjoy this. It's probably nothing too special, but old comics are just cool. I love old comic books, man. Yeah, man they're, they're awesome. Best. Yeah. Prince Namor, the Submariner. Oh, whoa. Patrick Oliva says, uh, how come the owner of the Bullet Club Hunter shirt and number one fan did not lead with the news... Yoshitatsu leaving New Japan? I wasn't aware he left. Oh, my gosh. Hold on a second. Breaking news. Breaking news. I'm going to look this up real quick. That is pretty massive. Yoshitatsu. Let's see here. Uh, I'm going to get on his Twitter because that's usually where breaking news happens yeah. on Twitter. Uh, let's see here. The last thing he posted was four hours ago. He says, I am the wrestler. I am the last Japanese old school wrestler. F everything. That doesn't really explain it all. Crap. Well, I mean, I guess he can explain if he's frustrated. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, looks like he's coming to All Japan. Oh. Going to All Japan show. Is he still going to be the Bullet Club Hunter there? I hope so, but I think that's probably a, a New Japan exclusive IP. Oh, good point. But not, we're going to find out. What if he becomes New Japan Hunter? What's the what's the same? What's what does All Japan have for Bullet Club? What's their what's their know. faction? I don't know. I don't know anything about All Japan. Um, Gruss five twelve WWE is using the WCW Mayhem name and logo for a new video game. I know they. I heard they announced. Mayhem as a new mobile game. Oh, nice. So Billy Gunn is the only Bullet Club hunter now. Well, maybe he'll uh, draft the Tempura Boys finally, you know, to be Bullet Club hunter as well. Wow. Could be. That's huge news. That is massive news. That should have been our, our top story. Does that mean the Bullet Club hunter shirt I got you? Is that now? It's a rarity now. It's worth more now. No. <laughs> Power rankings, new leader for Bullet Club Hunter. Oh, wait, some HD Hyperdrive says he thinks his description says former... I never said you're officially able to do power rankings again. New the button. New leader for Bullet Club Hunters, number one. What is the description? He says his bio description. But he still has that oh, as a banner. Oh, wow, former New Japan wrestler. Ooh. But he still has the Bullet Club Hunter banner there. Confirmed. He will. He's taking... He's not really leaving New Japan. He's just expanding the Bullet Hunter Club... Into other territories. Bullet Hunter Club. Yeah. Bullet Club Hunter. Who's the new leader, though? Well, Billy Gunn. Yes, number one. No, I think it's still him. He's just going to be in all... Oh, he's just taking his talents elsewhere? Probably. Let's see what we got here. Oh, wow. That's cool. What's that? It's a Titus O'Neil card with... uh, Is that like some of his underwear right there? It's a shirt. Oh, a shirt relic. Okay. That's cool. Didn't want any of his Hershey stains on my... As a prize for winning kayfabe corner, or trivia rather. Yeah, there we go. Oh no, really? Patrick Oliva says Tempura Boys. It looks like they're going to be the newer Pongi team with Rocky. 
Rapongi 3K, I think he called them. Yeah. I don't want the tempura. I, w- I wanted somebody cooler. There you go. Like a rebranded uh, Trent. Yeah, this Trent with different uh, <laughs> ring gear. Yeah. Brent. Brent. No, Trent. <laughs> Trent. Larry Zabisco. Look at how chalky Larry is. These are cool cars, these holographic ones. Luis uh, Ochoa asks, is Bone Soldier still in New Japan? Uh, I don't think so. I haven't seen him in forever, right? Yeah, he hasn't been around a lot. I thought I read that he wasn't with them anymore. I think he's, uh, isn't he under the mask of Captain Fun Wrestling? No. No? I confirmed, at least. Are we ever going to find out who that is? No. Jack Dolan says the Trish poster is way bigger than I expected it to be. <laughs> oh, and then he sent more stuff on Saturday. Oh, no. Oh, nice. Oh, dear. Uh, if WWE did buy TNA and they could keep five wrestlers, who should they keep? Good question. You're the expert. I think I, I, think I answered this before, but I'm going to do it again. It's probably going to be different power rankings. There you go. Lay off the button. Sienna. Hold on, let me think. Who do I like? You uh, like Braxton Sutter? No. Yeah, I do, but not enough to keep him. <coughs> there's there's four other people Eli I like. Eli Drake, EC3 is on there. Oh, EC3. He's on, Oh, Moose is on there. Oh, yeah, Moose. Conan. Okay. <laughs> Even though he's got his own promotion. Hey, I'll say this about that, though. I, I kind of want to check out uh, The Crash oh, yeah. on YouTube. Because they did, so they did like, um, the Chris Brothers did a match in The Crash. Um against LAX and two other teams and they didn't like they didn't they didn't show it on GFW as like a regular match it was very stylized and slow motion and stuff but the overall presentation of like the crash stuff it was really cool it felt like a gritty little indie movie it was like Lucha Underground but not quite as cheesy you know it just looked like I don't know it looked like an episode of The Shield that's cool it was really neat I was like oh I I can get used to this Emilio Hernandez says Yoshitatsu is going to wreak havoc on Tajiri and Ultimo Dragon like when Suzuki Gun came back at New Year's Dash. That could be. I could have no be. idea. Jefferson asks, should WWE sign Rosemary? I love, I, yeah, I like Rosemary a lot. I think she's great. Um, what's her face? Taya, you know, Johnny yeah, Windows yeah. girl. She debuted as like a heel two weeks ago. They had her squash a jobber this past week. Yeah. Um, and she's good. Yeah, she's good. But I like Rosemary, Rosemary and Sienna. Those are my two. I would bring them over. Yeah. What about a uh, Johnny Impact? Would you bring him over to the no. movie? We talked about that before. He hasn't really, he hasn't really, he hasn't really like. I mean, he's done a lot since he left. This is a good question. He hasn't really changed as like a wrestler. I don't no. think. Nathan Raglan, who would you consider the Daniel Bryan of the Indies, aka the Ultimate Independent Underdog? Cheeseburger. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't know. I, I don't really know much about Cheeseburger except that he's really small. I would say Leo Rush, but he's in WWE now. Oh, yeah. That was kind of his story of the matches we saw of him, at least. Did you read the spoiler on his uh, debut? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. There's got to be some... Uh... Yeah, why, why do they keep doing that with people? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. There's got to be some trickery afoot with that, though, I would think. You would think so, yeah. Who's the Daniel Bryan of the Indies? I'm trying to think of when we went to PWG. Yeah, Who would yeah, you yeah. think? Walter. No, he's massive. Yeah, he's a he's big not, dude. He's not an underdog. Uh, about Sammy Guevara, maybe. He's going to carry himself like an underdog. Uh, <laughs> that's a good point. He says, I'm the best. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, I'll have to think about that. Okay, think about it. Uh, 
should uh, King Gold wants to know, should WWE make Jeff Hardy the world champion one more time? Yes. No. Of course not. There's yes. way too many people who need to have that title. And he still can't cut a good promo. He could uh, He could easily be a WWE champ on SmackDown. Make he it happen. still feels like he doesn't talk. He's gotten his... way better. Well, it's been 10 years. I'd hope so. You get better at talking. He actually, like, speaks with volume. Instead of mumbles. It feels like he doesn't talk when he's not on Made 2. You know what I mean? Like, every time he talks, he's like, man, I haven't done this in a week. Me, he doesn't like talking. That's fine. I'm just saying, like, that's not what you want cutting a promo, right? Uh, let's see here. Timothy, oh, we didn't do our Raw preview. We have a Raw preview. We should do that Oh, now. crap. we got to do our Raw preview. Raw yeah. preview. According to WWE.com. WWE.com. Uh, so far, I think there's only one match announced. And that is Nia Jax versus Alexa Bliss, non-title match. Mm. Um, uh, I guess this is supposed to help build the story for their uh, match on Sunday. Certainly seems the case. Um, they're also advertising uh, more Roman Reigns on the mic, which will make for thrilling television. Especially with Cena's not going to be there. Oh, what? Maybe he'll be. Like, he'll feel comfortable. I think he's just intimidated. He by should Cena. walk out in like a nice robe. <laughs> yeah, like a bathrobe. Yeah, and get like a beanbag chair and sit yeah. in the middle of the ring and just like relax. No, dude. You know what they should do with the Roman Reigns? If you want a good promo out of somebody, you know what you do? Yeah, you, you put a GoPro in their car and mic them up, and then you're just, just describing ride along. And just watch them. Do you think he rides alone? Ride no, along, he rides ride alone. Uh, at least he used to ride with Dean. I don't know if he still does. All right, listen. And then you just catch him practicing. Because that's when you're best, when you're not in front of 17,000 people, is just catch him practicing. So you're going to shoot that, yeah. and then when it's time for him to do promos, well, he's supposed to, you know, like, talk to another person. Do you just cut to him in the car and then see him in the ring? Is that what you do? <laughs> listen, just listen. And does Rain stand awkwardly in the ring while this is all happening? All right, listen. How do we do it on 2K when we do promos in 2K, right? We do it all in post. Right, yeah, we do it all in post. So the guy just sits there and does this. And, and then we read it. So you put pipe in his audio, and he he goes like this. It's a terrible idea. That's a great idea. Worst <laughs> you're, idea. You're like cars honking out of and stuff. Hey, Roman. Have you, Roman? Big dog. <laughs> um, also advertised more Braun Strowman, but no Lesnar. So who knows what's going to happen there? <laughs> and they're also advertising more Enzo and Miz. <laughs> it really is a bare bones raw preview. This is the go home. That's got to be a bare bones raw, man. Yeah, I can't say I'm necessarily looking forward. Oh to it. man, that cannot be great. Hey, so let me, I want to ask this to chat. Oh, Jefferson wants to know if we're going to get a sub party for 200,000 subs, 200 feet of well, sub. Hold on. Look, buddy, time. I'm trying to lose weight, Jefferson. I'm, I'm, I'll, maybe we'll have another sub party at 183,000. Yeah, that's right, what we're I'm going. thinking. 183,000. By the end of the year, that might be the case. Because it's freaking, it's scratching here, man. We're, we're scratching to get subs, man. Christopher Meringue. Progress to debut at Wembley next year, 6,000 sellout. Thought. That's awesome. That's fantastic. That's really cool. That's amazing. <laughs> King Gold, you WWE Barry Roman Reigns. No. They've been doing that for a while now no, on the mic. But no, man, let him get to WrestleMania. Let him have his turn. You know, you got to figure, man, that poor guy, he probably get, like, imagine living his life. I mean, it's probably, on one hand, it's probably pretty cool. On the other hand... He probably looks at all those other wrestlers and like, dude, why am I not? Why, people still crap all over me just for going out there and doing, trying to do his not job. Not even doing anything. anything. I know. He's just trying to do his job. Not even doing anything. I know. That's got to be a bummer. Oh, yeah. They're going to have a Heenan video package, no doubt. Matthew Audet 
Too Sweet to Steve and Handshake the Larson Steve Club for Life. Okay, there you go. That, that's a perfect segue out of the show. Matthew Audet has been confirmed to be in the main event today on WSteveW live at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. He's going to be fighting none other than John American. A brand new John America. Oh, sweet John Cena. A brand new character. No, hold on a second. No. The John Cena gimmick, right? That has been licensed to W. Steve W. I don't think it has. So the only person right now that can use that is, or who can decide where that goes is Butch Bacon. He has decided that man dying of John Cena is the only person that can use the John Cena gimmick. Because we got What's the again? John American or Joe John, America? John America. So is it going to be Luger? No, it's John Cena. John Cena. Oh, but it, he he's, he had to come up with a new gimmick. He loves America. Anyways, uh, so yeah, that's it for the show. We're at forty-seven minutes. I think it's good. Yeah, is that good? That's fine. All right. Well, anyways, thanks everybody for tuning in again. Coming up on Twitch later on in the day, about two hours from now. Yep, we've got W Steve W coming up. We're on the road to big big thing. We're gonna make some huge announcements with regards to that. So be sure to check that out. And next time, until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. You can find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.